When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. What an eventful weekend of boxing, uh, Mr. Bob Aram joins me. Let's start with the, the main event. Bob, give me your reaction to Terence Crawford's win over Kel Brook. Well, I think Terence proved why he's the top pound-for-pound guy in the sport. I mean, he, he, he's a handful. I mean, he starts uh, from the orthodox right-handed stance uh, and gets his opponent comfortable. Uh, and then he switches to the southpaw stance, and uh, then the opponent thinks that what's happening with the right hand is he's just going to jab and look the clock the opponent with the left hand. But you know, he, Terence is completely ambidextrous, so he 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 faints with the jab with the right hand when he's fighting southpaw. And he hooks off it and he, with tremendous power. And you talked, I talked to Kel after the fight. He didn't see the punch coming. He says, I've never been hit like that in my whole career. Yeah, what so, is the finish? Yeah, I mean, and he's a great finisher. So, you know, guys like uh, uh, Spence and Garcia, you know, don't measure up. They're one-dimensional. There's nobody around now in welterweight uh, that can come close to competing uh, with uh, uh, Crawford. Do you believe a fight with Manny Pacquiao in the Middle East can be made next for, for Terence, Bob? Well, again, you know, if you told me there would be no pan, there's no pandemic in the spring, I would say I'm completely confident because we had the deal in place for the fight to be held in November. And the Ministry of Health uh, in Qatar uh, uh, said no because he said we wouldn't be allowed 
to have, he didn't believe we'd be allowed to have spectators in, in November. So they, we, we, we put it off. Uh, but uh, we have heard from them uh, as last week uh, uh, that they, they said if Terrence is successful in the fight, we want to do that fight in the spring, either before or after Ramadan. So again, yeah, it's on the, the, on the boards. But again, I can't control the pandemic, you know? Uh, I really believe that there'll be a vaccine by that time. Uh, there's a whole statement today by the Moderna company, another vaccine, which looks like it has a better shelf life than the Pfizer vaccine. So I'm optimistic. But again, do I know for sure? No. We know Terence Crawford's contract with Top Rank is, is closing soon. Do you no, believe- it There's another year to go. Okay. Do you believe that after that year, Terence will, will renew a contract with yourselves? Again, that's up to Terence. As long as we fulfill our contract and he fulfills his contract and then he wants to leave or stay, that is his choice. I mean, again, I have absolutely no uh, objection if a fighter says, look, for any reason, that I've been with you for seven or eight years and now I want to go on my own or I want to go with another promoter, that's his right once he's out of contract. Look, it happens in other sports. We can't, in boxing, be that possessive. I mean, for example, uh, your, your, uh, your American football players, basketball players, when their contract is up, they play the, the field. And even though they've had a successful run with the team they have and they won championships, if they choose to go to another team, that's up to them. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you believe Terrence hasn't done enough to self-promote, Bob? Terrence, look, there are fighters who are great fighters who don't promote themselves and fighters who are great fighters who promote themselves. I mean, you take the difference between uh, Muhammad Ali and a Joe Fraser. Ali promoted himself, right? Because that was his nature. You take Sugar Ray Leonard and Tommy Hearns and you contrast them with Marvin Hagler. Hagler, great, great fighter, great person, but didn't want to go out to a large extent and promote himself. Uh, Ray Leonard and Tommy Hearns, you couldn't keep them away from a camera. So there's a difference in personality, but obviously a fighter that promotes himself like Oscar De La Hoya did, like Floyd Mayweather did, did, there's great rewards for them for doing that. But again, you can take the horse to water, you can't make him drink. Considering that, you could use that money elsewhere to invest in, in your rising stars, etc. Do you want to keep Terence Crawford when the contract's up? Depends on whether what the terms are and what the conditions are. You might very well say Terence would 
have a had a great ride. We appreciate you being with us, but again, you're not affordable anymore, and you know, go your own way, son. I mean, that could be. Or Terrence, we've had a great ride, and we'll continue to have a great ride and make it even bigger. And we want you to stay with us. How this winds up at the end of next year will be determined by a lot of factors. Yeah, I appreciate that. How did it write anyways on ESPN, Crawford Brook? We don't have the rating yet. We'll have it uh, uh, tomorrow. Okay. okay. Now let's talk about the, the Chiefs of Port fight in uh, Joshua Franco and Andrew Maloney. What the hell happened there, Bob? Well, I mean, you know, this commission, I mean, they, they lobbied for so long for instant replay, and they got it. And then when they have an opportunity to use instant replay, it was clear what happened, that the punch, at the, the repeated jabs shut the eye. Uh, not any kind of headbutt. You can't find a headbutt. But the referee, she was just guessing that it was a headbutt and called it a headbutt because in a prior fight, there was a headbutt and he didn't call it and the commission reversed it. So he was gun shy and he's not a great referee. And for the commission to take the position they did and to support the referee who was completely incompetent, you know, did a real disservice Andrew Maloney and made boxing a laughing stock with all the people who were watching it. We got a tweet that's on Instagram from Helen Mirren of all people uh, uh, complaining about it. But people have called me all day yesterday and today complaining about it. They said, what's wrong with boxing? What's wrong with the commission? And, and you know, there's another factor that really uh, is sort of disturbing is that, you know, in Nevada and in other parts of the United States, like UK, you can gamble on the fight to the fight's outcome. And Maloney was an underdog. And there were people who bet on him and should have been able to collect their tickets, but didn't because it was called a no contest. Money was refunded, but the people were out of their winnings. On the night itself, Bob, what was your conversation with Bob Bennett and the Nevada Commission? Well, you know, I was sitting with the ESPN crew and watching it on my monitor. They did it three or four times. They sh- it showed clearly it was the punch, that there was no headbutt, that if there was any headbutt, it was to the other side, you know. And so after seeing that, I assume that the uh, commission had the same eyes that we have, you know, was clear. And when they said that they weren't going to reverse it and it was no contest, I got into it with them because I helped him advocate for instant replay. I said, we got to get instant replay, blah, blah, blah. I helped push that through the commission and I helped with the language and everything 
And that's what I was saying to him. What the hell was I wasting my time giving you guys instant replay if you're not going to use Of course. Do you believe a trilogy yeah. fight will happen? There were a lot of four-letter expletives that went with that, but that's what I was saying. I'm sure there was. Do you believe a trilogy will happen? Well, yeah. I mean, the, I, the WBA uh, will certainly order a rematch. And, uh, and and will certainly do the fight. You know, isn't it pretty uh, revealing that Franco's own promoter, Oscar De La Hoya, said that this is absurd, that there was no headbutt. His yeah. own promoter. Yeah, that does say a lot. Let's move on to the heavyweight division. We learned that Tyson Fury won't be boxing in London on December 5th anymore. And uh, it looks like he'll be returning in the States late February, early March. Why is this, Bob? What's happened? Again, I don't know. I mean, obviously, uh, he realized we were going to pay money from the United States for uh, the telecast to be shown on ESPN on a Saturday afternoon, which was not ideal time because of all the football games. Uh, and I guess Frank, you know, what was he going to do? He has no gate, right? And it's just pay-per-view. And with all the pay-per-views in the UK, I mean, Frank couldn't come up with a sizable guarantee because who knew, you know, you, you can't, again, pay a fighter when you don't have the revenue coming in. So I think Tyson realized that he wasn't going to get the money that he was used to getting, and so he decided not to do the fight. So I, all, I've given everybody the word, wait for the Pulev-Joshua fight. If Pulev wins, there's no Joshua because Eddie has a rematch with Pulev. Okay? So... That takes care of next year for, or a good part of next year for Josh. Uh, so that leaves Wild as the best guy. So if Pula beats Joshua, Fury, we'll talk to Fury about doing the Wilder fight probably the end of February, right? And I think by the end of February, uh, hopefully the pandemic will be under control and we'll at least be able to put the fight, because the football season is over, in uh, Allegiant Stadium, this magnificent, huge stadium, and do it for 15,000 or 20,000 people in a 75,000-seat stadium, you know, including the floor seats. So, again... Let's everybody hold off. You know, it's all well and good for Fury to say, well, I want to fight Joshua. But who knows if Joshua is going to be around after he fights my guy Pula. Okay, so Frank Warren confirmed to me uh, on Friday night at his show that a judge in the United States will make a decision about this Fury Wilder free contract. Is that happening right now? That, again that they have the right 
the wilder people to go to arbitration. And uh, I told everybody to hold off. Let's not run up legal fees or anything. We're confident in our interpretation of the of the contract. Because if December 12th comes out the way I think with Pulef winning, there's no Joshua fight. And then the Wilder trilogy is uh, the best fight available. And uh, uh, why, uh, why go through litigation? Let's just do the fight. That's my opinion. Okay. What if Kubrat Pulev doesn't beat Anthony Joshua? Then what happens, Bob? Well, then I'm sure the Wilder people, I'm sure Fury will then want to go right to a Joshua fight. Uh, and then there's a rematch with it, you know. So that knocks Wilder out. And then the Wilder people will be in arbitration with uh, Fury and ourselves uh, trying to interpret the contract to say that Fury is still obligated to fight Wilder. But I assure you that's not the case. Contract is clear. But do they have the right to bring this to arbitration, yes, but the, the judge in arbitration is known to everybody in boxing, and he's an honest, upright guy, and we're very confident in the result. But it may not be necessary. That's my point. It may not be necessary because, again, if there's no Joshua, why wouldn't Fury want to do a third fight with Wilder? Okay. Well, it's a complicated situation. I'm sure it will resolve. And it's very easy. Very easy. Not complicated at all. Well, in terms of this whole Fury Wilder saga, it's just been going on for a long time. Yeah, I mean, it's been going on for a long time because if you're Wilder's people, you've got to put yourself in their shoes. Even though Top Rank and Fury and their lawyers say it's clear the contract is over, they're in desperation mode, and they want to do the third fight. So they're going to take their best shot by going into court, if that's necessary, or you know, into arbitration. And again, what I say, it may not be necessary, because if Pulev beats Joshua, I'm sure we can have an out-of-arbitration settlement. At least I think so. Just the last one. Uh, Eddie Earn made some comments on Sky Sports today saying that Joshua's resume compared to Fury's is laughable in terms of Joshua's is much better. What did you make of his comments? Eddie says a lot of things just to say them. I mean, I can't, uh, you know, to, to compare resumes is pretty stupid as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, it's clear that Fury fought Klitschko when Klitschko was in his peak and was the champion and beat him. Uh, uh, Joshua fought Klitschko after Klitschko had been sort of semi-retired and certainly wasn't the peak of... But it, but that argument gets no place. These arguments get no place. Who has a better resume? And so that hopefully, from... Joshua's standpoint, from Eddie's standpoint, they beat Pula, and then that decision will be made in the ring. 
resumes to the contrary notwithstanding. Bob Aram, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV as always. And uh, best of luck with uh, your show coming up with Shakur Stevenson next month. Good to see him back in the world. It's going to be a good good show. Shakur, I think, is the coming big talent in the sport of boxing. I think his career is going to be monumental. Bob Aram here for IFL TV. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.